the Melbourne Panel, brought to you by the Racing League. Ready to run. Own your share of the Vic Hustlers seven horse racing team. And away they go. For just $260. Go to TRL.net. That's TRL.net. Welcome to the Melbourne Racing Panel, a big day, Derby Day at Flemington, a day we all look forward to year-round. Great to welcome Dean Lester to the Derby Day Panel. Good morning to you, Dino. Yeah, hello, Warren. Uh, yeah, it's a great day. Uh, when the crowds can come back to Derby Day as well, we've, uh, it's probably been a bit flat the last couple of years, but the crowds are back and uh, we're looking forward to a ma- magic day of racing. Liam O'Keefe informing us that we're at a soft seven with a few miller rain potentially forecast during the course of the day. How does that meet with what you were thinking watching the rainfall yesterday? Yeah, watching uh, you battle it last night at Mooney Valley, I wasn't thinking that, that's for sure. So, uh, no, it, uh, it, it, it's a, it was a pleasant surprise this morning. David Gately, you've got a big week ahead of you, front and centre with Channel 10 also on course at Flemington right throughout the week. How are you feeling on Derby morning? Had to get Google Maps out to find out uh, how to get there. It's been uh, been a while, but um, yeah, I think uh, it's a terrific. Uh, well, it's always a terrific race meeting, but uh, this year, you know, big fields and and sort of a lot of winning hopes. I don't uh, think that's been the theme of Derby Day. So I hope we can get a few right. Yeah, plenty to get through. Let's talk to Jamie Rogers and welcome her into the the form hour. Good morning to you, Jamie. Yeah, good morning, Warren. And I just wanted to give a heads up to all of the listeners. I've got two crazy boys here with me this morning, so we might have a few cameo appearances. My husband's been stranded in Sydney. So a warning, we might have some fighting in the background, but we will push through. Uh, Plenty has been backed heading in today, Warren, at Flemington. The best-backed runner of the entire program, but also across the country, is La Creek in race eight, number 14, is holding more than double than anything else in that race. And at Rose Hill, it's race three, number four, Waterford, that has also seen the support. Sounds like you've literally got your hands full there, Jamie, with the background noise. Let's look at the first, which is the Carbine Club over 1,600 metres for the three-year-old. Scratching number 10, Lindemann. How does the market look here if you've got time for us, Jamie? Oh, I've got time for you guys. We're just going to mute me when I'm not talking. Uh, so we'll start at the top with Tijuana. The one has also been really supported. So whilst we have drifted in the market, it was $4 out to $4.20. It is the best backed runner in this race. Sandpaper would be next best in terms of support at $7. Liberty Steps, Dean, you tipped this yesterday and it has been really popular since that. It's now into $16. was 23 yesterday when Dean tipped it on the Breakfast Club on RSN. And and if we go right down to the favourite in Pungo at $3.10, has also seen some support. But it is around Tijuana that is the best back in that race. Dino, always a good race at the Carbine Club. How are you seeing it this year? Yeah, and really interesting race. You have the blend of those horses that run in the Guineas each year. And a horse like uh, Tijuana, who ran well, uh, Chris Swallow, we wait uh, to see which one of uh, his promising horses he brings down this year. It's uh, Pungo. And then there's the horses that we know well from the, the locals. So uh, I think the speed, I think the inside uh, couple of barriers will hold their spot. Pungo and Tijuana, Sandpaper and maybe Lincoln Square barriers five and six won't be that far away. So um, as Jamie mentioned, I'm giving Liberty Steps a great chance here. Uh, I just think barrier four third up's the key. He's had two runs where he's drawn wide, had to go back and really been first up was a non-event. Second up, did a lot of good work in the middle of the race and then just probably peaked on his run 
I think he'll get a cheap run here, and uh, I think a good start, uh, good chance of a, a good start to the day for Ollie. Um, number three to beat uh, Twelve Pungo, who does look the really progressive horse. It was a terrific run at Rose Hill on Dubu, and then uh, in a low pressure race, he uh, he sprinted away to win well at uh, Warwick Farm last start. Sandpaper did a good job at uh, Caulfield. Uh, he was in front quite early and, and toughed it out well to the line. And Tijuana ran well in the Guineas. He's had the four runs in, so he probably won't be improving, but uh, his form's very solid and he's a winner here at Flemington. So it's a, a terrific race uh, as it is each year, as you said, Warren, to start uh, Cup Week 3, 12, 2 and 1. How are you kicking off Derby Day on a, a big Cup Week, Gator? Well, firstly, I don't think Jamie's taking my mantle for best background noise, so um, I'd like to hold on to that if I can. So... Um, as far as this race goes, I think, uh, look, I was oscillating between Sandpaper and Tijuana. Um, probably happy to, to play them both. Uh, Sandpaper was terrific. First up off a wide run, the way he battled against the, the track pattern. And then, look, I was surprised. He was able to hold off Angry Skies, but he did. It was a tough one. He was only second up. And I think can continue to, uh, to progress. Obviously, Angry Skies had run really well with Elliptical prior to that. Tijuana gave his all in the guineas. Super genuine horse has the, um, the elliptical form, and of course Berkeley Square, Golden Mile, etc. Fortune teller sound in that same race. And Pungo, yeah, Waller does this every year with an up and comer. Sometimes they win, and sometimes they finish down the track. Two one four twelve. Two one four and twelve from Gator. Three twelve two and one from Dean Lester. On with Sandpaper. He's taking a rising grade, but he's still on the up. Thought his win last start was solid, holding off the, the late charge. So two for me, Sandpaper, ahead of 11 Perfect Thought. I think he's a real talented galloper. I could see him being strong late here. One Tijuana, brave, fit, consistent, ran well in the Caulfield Guineas. And six Elkington Road, I thought he ran well in the Caulfield Guineas, doing a bit of work. Terrific race and an even race the first. Two, 11, one and six for me. Race two on the card's been decimated by scratchings. The the Archer stakes over 2,500 metres. Take out numbers 2, 6, 7, 10, 11, 12, 13 and 14. Jamie, I'm tipping your traders have been working hard trying to reassess this market this morning. Yeah, and you'd be right there, Warren. Realm of Flowers in particular was a 16 cent deduction and as you mentioned, it's just been decimated by these scratching. So Allegron is now into $3.80. In terms of support, the favourite is Surefire, number eight, and is into $1.65. But it's really tough because a lot of the horses that have been scratched, Macram was one of the best backed in that race. So at this stage is now Allegron and the favourite Surefire at a dollar sixty-five. Gator, how have you had to reshape your thoughts here this morning? Yeah, look, I, look, I had Round of Flowers on top. I think she ran a great race on Tuesday. Now she's in the field. I assume that's why they scratched. Allegron's also in the Cup field, but he's, he's in this field, um, and I'm expecting much better. Uh, obviously, the Kingston Town win was um, was good. He beat Benno then on the heels of Zaki and Animo. That horse, Benno, uh, he beat the um, Metro winner. Uh, there's the Caulfield Cup form through Dursony. Of course, ran in the Caulfield Cup, but I think it was a total non-event. He didn't get around the track at all. Uh, he warmed up late when it was all over, when he, you know, he got in a straight line. Gets back to Flemington. This is his track. Surefire looks a uh, logical danger. I think soft seven's wet enough, um, but a good effort. Thought he was home. Uh, run down by Emissary. Awesome. Gap third. Uh, great house. Uh, he can improve. And Chapada, same boat. Uh, but you, you, you're looking a little more faithful with those two. I think it's a one and eight mainly. 
from two three. One eight two and three. Now Great House is one of that raft of scratchings, Gator. So one eight three, and I'll come back to you for yep. another selection. There's not many to choose from. One eight and three from Gator will come back for his fourth selection. Dino, how are you seeing the the Archer Stakes? I'm going to go with Surefire Warren. Uh, he's not uh, going towards Tuesday, so this is a race that uh, he's targeting, if you like, uh, through Cup Week, and I think he's well suited. Uh, Allegron. He's, he's building a bit. Uh, he's got a similar profile to a horse like Warn, um, Warned, uh, viewed uh, when he won the, the, the cup. If uh, if he's good enough, that is. Uh, he missed the run in the Turnbull, like viewed missed the run in the Caulfield Stakes. He got too far back in the Caulfield Cup. He built on the Saturday and then ran well on the Tuesday. And I think this horse. I know we know James Cummings likes to use history, and uh, I think uh, wouldn't be surprised if that's uh, what uh, the template he's using to bring this horse up to his peak on Tuesday. Uh, five warning, uh, he's had a uh, good time of it this carnival in recent years. Uh, the Derby win, of course, and last year the Queen Elizabeth, soft ground suits and uh, Chapada. Start 39, the blinkers go on for the first time. He's not going badly, I just think he'd prefer drier ground. Uh, eight, one, five, and three. Eight, one, five, and three for Dino. I'm with Surefire also. The, a slightly better track than, than maybe we were thinking this time yesterday could work in Surefire's favour and the potential for it to improve somewhat, I suppose, during the course of the day if we don't get that much rain. Eight for me ahead of one, Allegron. I think he'll appreciate getting back to Flemington. Four, Crystal Pegasus can improve. I think he's going better than his form card suggests. He maps for a, a soft run and... Nine Serpentine, uh, there's some talent there. Not too sure where he's going to end up uh, in the run. He's probably going to roll forward today. I, I thought it was a really intriguing and even race. Eight, one, four and nine for me. Dean Lester with numbers one, eight, five and three. And Gator, at this stage, we've got one, eight and three from you. Have you been able to, to narrow down a fourth selection? Oh, look, uh, yeah, we'll throw in warning, mate. Obviously, wet track, he'll stay. So he's in the mix somewhere, yep. Dean Lester's numbers just confirming eight one five and three eight one five and three from Dean Lester in race two. Race three, the rising fast over twelve hundred metres. Take out numbers eleven and thirteen. Jamie, at the the risk of hearing mummy being cried out in the background, can you give us an update in the market, please? Don't judge me, Warren, but I've just given them chocolate chip cookies, so we get a few minutes of silence. Uh, Generation is the favourite in this race and has been the best-backed runner. It's at $4.20. But Serious Suspect has also seen some support. $15 into 11 General Bow is at 12 Now, Gravina would be next best. Sorry, guys. That's through the cookies. Um, Gravina would be next best at $7.50 into 7 And Jermay has also seen a little bit of specking at that $11 price. I thought there was going to be some reasonable speed in this race, as you'd expect, down the straight. You'd think the astrologist on the back up and, and back down the straight, he'd be there on speed. You'd also see Generation being not too far away. Serious Suspect likes to get in his bubble down the straight and roll along on the speed. So I think he'll settle up for at least a, a reasonable tempo. And Triple Missile would want to begin a little bit cleaner than he did last up. But I think a wide draw down the straight is probably a, a reasonable scenario for him. So Triple Missile, who was terrific after blowing the start first up, I'm with him. Eight ahead of five, General Bow. I thought he ran quite well first up. He's a big, strong boy. I'm sure he'll take some improvement out of that first up run. Seven, Jamea has been kept fresh for this. She's talented this grade. She's good when she gets reasonable speed up front. She can curl up behind them and hit the line strongly. And six, Gravina was good courtesy of her brave 
Blake Shin Ride winning last start. I thought he's in the mix also in another even race. Eight, five, seven and six for me in this race. Dino, how are you seeing the run down the straight here? Uh, Warren, this is a tricky race. Uh, I thought this was the race we were going to have a raft of scratchings because a few of these are in on Tuesday as well. Um, but uh, I'm going with Triple Missile. Uh, the challenge for him is that he's drawn second outside gate here and the speed looks to be inside. Uh, barriers one through five nearly. So he's going to just have to maybe do a bit of work by himself in some parts of the race, but he was terrific at Caulfield. Uh, hopefully he doesn't bomb the start three lengths. That'll help it uh, help his chances enormously, and I think this is a good race for him. Uh, eight to beat six, Gravina. Just think he lands in a really sweet spot. Uh, did a good job to win. Last start can run well again. Three, Generation. Into 1,200 down the straight, I think it's a challenge for him, but uh, he's going to be right there for a long way uh, with James McDonald aboard and the astrologist who... Probably a little bit overplaced last week at the Group 1 level, but now he's back to the straight and a grade that he can run well at uh, on the backup next best. Uh, 8631. How are you seeing this one down the straight, Gator? Well, I sort of want a chocolate chip cookie now. It's, it's probably um, the most salient point. I think the race is um, and a real challenge. For that reason, I think there's hopefully a bit of value around a horse called Turin. I think he's flying. He just hasn't had any luck. And... Um, uh, you know, found the line, two runs ago on the slower inside lane. There's the ingratiating form, which ties in a few of these. And then he may have won that Gravina race if he could just get a crack at them at all. So, big track. Hopefully you can see some daylight for the first time in 100 years. Jamea Loom to win the Theo Marks. Just peaked late, close up in the gold pen. And I think it's the right form. Like her coming back to 1,200 as a back-end sprinter. Gravina's flying, wet track kick. General Bow, good return in a fast race. Just not sure, soft seven. Certainly triple missile generation. For that early quaddy, 12, 7, 6, 5. There, David Gately's numbers race three on Derby Day, 12, 7, 6, and 5. Dean Lester's with 8, 6, 3, and 1. My numbers are 8, 5, 7, and 6. Now, a number of listeners and racing fans like to get to the annual racing mass, and the 64th annual racing mass has been conducted at St Francis's Church on the corner of Lonsdale and Elizabeth Street in the Melbourne CBD tomorrow starting at 9.30 to conclude prior to 10.30. So not taking up too much of your day. All are welcome. So if you're interested in the 64th annual racing mass, it'll be at St Francis's Church on the corner of Lonsdale and Elizabeth Street at 9.30 tomorrow morning. Time for a break on RSN 927.